You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I am here with Anna and Paul, as usual. Hey, guys, how's it going? You don't have to answer that, but, you know, just (laughs) acknowledge that you're here. Um, so, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Careful, Paul, you almost answered him. (laughs) How was your day, Paul? (laughs) Look what you started. (laughs) So, um, as we have mentioned several times now throughout the course of our show and social media posts every now and then, uh, we have had some emails over the last couple of months about four of them to be precise. And we do try to address these as they come in. It's just we've, uh, we generally don't do it when we have guests on the show for various reasons I won't go into right now, but uh, we've been deferring these a lot to the point that we just had enough that we decided to make a full episode out of. So we apologize for the delayed response in getting back to you if you've written to us. Uh, but here you go. You get your whole episode to yourself. Yeehaw. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's that was a weird this. choice. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know there was a Western theme to the mailbag today. I was thinking like Freddie Farkas, you know. <laughs> How is that Freddie Farkas? How is any of this Freddie Farkas, including what you said? Just a Western theme, yo. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this episode has a real sepia tone to it. All right. <laughs> you just have to listen to it with one eye closed, and you'll be fine. I hope one one of these questions has anything to do with Western. Like, even if it was just sent from Arizona. It, it's going to now. It, it's obviously going to now that you said that, just because. Like, exactly. I'm just trying to tie it all in, fellas. <laughs> it's been a while since I've read these, so I don't even remember what some of them say. They very well could be asking about Westerns. Exactly. All right. So, first email comes to us by Matt Flinton. He says... Um, Hi, my name is Matt. Um, I want to say I love your podcast. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really appreciate praise. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I've only been listening for a short while. However, I'm a big adventure game fan. It's nice to hear somebody talk about Space Quest and King's Quest and the Black Cauldron and the Colonel's Request. Although we've never really talked about Black Cauldron yet, have we? Uh, No, except for just now. Yeah. As of immediately. I've never actually played Black Cauldron, but uh, anyways. Neither, yeah. Uh, When people used to tell me they were fans of adventure games, what they would say is they never actually finished one, got about halfway through, and quit. I am sad to say I have used many a walkthrough, but I try to finish as many adventure games as I can. I am wondering what you guys think of the game Draugen by Ragnar Turnquest. I loved it. I was very surprised by the end. I've never actually heard of Draugen, so I... um, um, if you liked it, then that's definitely a good, uh, good recommendation. I suppose I'll mm-hmm. I'll look into that. But I literally have never heard of that before. Um, how how would you go about uh, beginning to spell that mm-hmm. with a D? Ah, fantastic. Well, you asked Great. how I would go about beginning to spell it. <laughs> no, we're on the same page. I'm just waiting instru- further instruction. <laughs> All you asked I've was the beginning. One D. All you asked was the beginning. <laughs> You could have just asked, how do you spell that? <laughs> D-R-A-U-G-E-N. All right, let, let's look this up right now, actually. Let's, uh, let's, yeah. have some, let's give him something to talk about. Well, I, I, I thought you were going to leave room to pause and do this and then come back into the episode like we knew what we were talking about, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. We don't Honestly, do Honestly, this game's great. Yeah, I've played it lots. No, but it does. It looks very pretty. Huh, 1920s Norway. Whoa, Apparently. it does look really nice. Jesus. Oh, so it's new. It's new. So it's like 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're allowed to have not have played uh-huh. this then. Yes. Slash um, heard of it. Yeah. But it does look really cool. So, oh, here's a Steam page. So let's see what they have to say about it. Man, these color palettes are crazy good. Mm-hmm. Look at those backgrounds. Look at that shading, the mountain. So if Paul is praising it and it's not pixel art, that definitely means high things. Mm-hmm. Nice yeah, reflection. Yeah, it looks work. really good. Look, sure, it's I'm not like that. Play what it, is it? But it looks really no. good. I've never played it either, so people, you can shoot me if you want, but it looks kind of like The Last of Us, how they have like the realistic faces and stuff. Maybe I'm way off, but just from commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
No, I, that, that's mean. That's mean to to say to to Matt because because you know. Well, it's just it's just bad manners. I, I don't think it really needs to be pointed out <laughs> that I I said a rude thing. Um, I can't really backpedal out of it though, unfortunately. I really really talked myself into a corner wait, here because I'm not going to just start lying. <laughs> wait, what, what did you say that was rude? Uh, that that I'm not going to play it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because because it's not pixel art, and it, it it if it if I did play games that weren't pixel art, I would play this one. What a dick. I'm such a snob. <laughs> like, why do you even have to point that out? You Dude, know? Su- support indies. Come on. Oh, I, I do buy games I don't play all the time. Yeah. That's, I, that's well, true. Just buy, just buy it. Then all is forgiven. Okay. Mm. All right. No, that's deal. Fair. Um, oh, they did the same people that did the longest journey or the same studio anyways. It, it does look cool. Again, it's, uh, you know, don't take it personally anybody if uh, it takes me a while to get around to this one just because you know backlogs being what they are uh but i mm-hmm. am actually right now actively adding it to my wish list so i'll be kept mm-hmm. updated and informed um as things develop but thank you for bringing it to our attention uh for mm-hmm. those of you out there who are looking for a good uh game um especially indies uh indie adventure games you know we love to support those uh Draugen, mm-hmm. It's on Steam, so uh, go mm. check that out. Yes, Dragon with a D. And uh, <laughs> and let us know how you what you think of it, because you're probably if you are so inclined to play this, you're probably going to get around to it before uh, before any of us do. Except mm. Anna, maybe Anna might play it. Mm, maybe thanks yeah. for putting it on me. Yeah, yeah. sure. I, I'm not yeah. opposed. <laughs> I, I'm not. I am absolutely not opposed. It's just that there no. are so many games that I need to play before this. It'll be a while. I'm, Just I'm, tell I'm not... me that this is good. There's so much work and effort clearly mm. put into the graphics and movement of this game. I almost feel like there's too much graphics for anything else to be good. But you're telling me that they hit it on the mark on both. You know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, and Matt, Matt, if you uh, if you have experience with Black Cauldron, uh, write us back and tell us tell us a bit about that game because the three mm. of us haven't played it. I've. No. I want to, but every time I go to, I kind of avoid it because, um, because the, the, you know, the parser is, is not there, um, which is both intriguing, but also kind of why I don't want to play it. But I, I've, I've never, I don't know. I don't, I just don't hear much about that game besides mentions of it. Uh, you know, I don't hear much from people who've played it. So maybe write us back and let us know what you think of that game. If you think we should play it. Hmm. Okay. So let's move on to question number two. Uh, email number two, I should say. Let's see here. Um, okay, so oh, this was actually a really long email. I I showed it to you guys before. It's filled with a lot of praise for us. Uh, this comes to us from Lester, so thank you very much for all of the email that leads up to the actual question. Um, thanks, Lester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. We really appreciate your words. Uh, but he ends on the question, "Hey, Paul, uh, and I'm going to assume huh? probably extended to the mm-hmm. two of us as well." Uh, you and me, Anna. Uh, the mu- the we'll music see. for the podcast is great. Could you talk a little bit on how you got involved in music and what artist bands you like? Oh, <laughs> this is like about me. Uh, now yes. I feel yeah. on the yeah. spot and mine are the end. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, this is you. Go, Paul, go. Okay, well, f- first of all, thank you very much. That's really that's really nice of you. Um, I, The reason I got into it was, was music was probably... Probably like Slash from Guns N' Roses and uh, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. Those those two guys alone are probably uh, responsible for me picking up an instrument. And then I got really weirdly into movie scores, um, and so that probably affects some of like the 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 little project things I've got out there. They're they're a little they're a little dramatic. They're a little long winded, long in the tooth, if you will. I get it. It's you know, it's not uh, it's not. Not a great time to be putting out six minute long tracks, but you know they're there <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah no i i i I like liking things i I don't have a like a wide spectrum of bands and such I like because I'm kind of narrow minded or or easily content with what I already know um but yeah from from like i don't I don't listen to guns and roses anymore i can't I can't handle the voice it, it it's <laughs> I had a tolerance for it in, in you know as a youngster, but it's just so it's as the children would say it's just it's just so extra. Like, I get it. You it only listen to relax. the karaoke version now. That makes sense. Wait, extra is a bad thing now. I thought basic was the bad thing. Now extra is bad. 
What are, what are we supposed to be? Well, it's it's extra in this. I I, I don't know. First, <laughs> let me just take a time out to address that. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> but I mean, extra like you know, just just relax. I, I just can't. I, I can't cross generationally uh, English. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you really sold that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything else you would like to say on the matter? I, I don't think so. That's a lot of me. We're good. Um, uh, Anna, what kind of uh, artists and bands do you like? Oh, wait. Aren't you going to ask me about my music career first? That was the question. Yes. Okay. Thank you for I, the uh... thank you for the music <laughs> on the podcast. It's great. I used to take piano lessons when I was a kid, <laughs> and I like to listen to all sorts of music, and none of it would make sense. My playlist is very confusing, but if you like songs, there's probably one of the songs you like on it. So I'll say that. I think that's a good way to sum it up, honestly. Um, I Oh, sorry, before I start taking oh. over, was there anything else no, you wanted to say no, on that? that was, well, uh, I, I like us... hearing about your music, Paul. What were no. you going to say? <laughs> give us give us three uh, three things off your playlist. Like, like okay. just, just to give listeners an idea of what, you, you know, what, what is on there. Oh, well, there's probably uh, Offspring is nice. on one of my playlists. Nice, I probably nice. have something that's not terribly offensive hang on i'm blanking because you're asking me a question give me a second to look at my playlist okay here, here's a question for you actually um mm -hmm. if you had spent your life uh towards music what uh what kind of music would you be making now nice. oh yeah that's a good question um i'd probably i'd love to be doing something with the beatles some sort of a harmony thing uh so if i was in music i'd be singing in a band and doing something with harmony okay yeah, even now, like, I don't do karaoke, I never have, but I love to sing with people in harmony. So I guess the Beatles is going to be on every one of my playlists. Um, hey, I've got this band called The Volume Remote on my playlist. It's right there. They've got some great <laughs> really? music. You actually I listen to that? He's on, yeah, he's on my shop playlist. So, so actually, I listen to how many songs do I have on my main playlist? Let me just check here. I have Mace, Haymaker, Parliament Square, Particles, and Bomb Squad International. Those are my favorites. So do you, do you have any country or western on your music? Yeah, Garth Brooks. I I love and know all of his songs. Okay, I'm just trying to tie the western thing back into this somehow. It's I thought that was, right I saw there. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's nice tie-in. Nice tie-in. It's not coming from my side, so I appreciate it. Good. <laughs> all right. Anything else? No. What about no, you? Great. What, what Moving you? on. <laughs> uh, nice try. Hey, come on. You you like you like music, Rick. I, you've got to at least give us a couple of bands. I do. I just I, I feel like I've said this so many times already. Uh which <laughs> is not yeah, not not um a jab at the question itself. I just <laughs> I, I get bored of things that I say. So <laughs> it's just that I kinda was hoping I could duck out of this one. But um I, I think very similar to you, I just don't really have a centralized taste in music, I don't think. Mm -hmm. So um uh, there's yeah. a lot of music that I there's more music that I don't like than what I do. I don't even mean that in a bad way. I just like <laughs> what I do like, I latch onto and I love it for like 20 years. Yep. Um, and yeah. that's about it. It's, it's my musical tastes uh, are pretty broad in genre, like fairly. There's a few genres that are very underrepresented. I'll admit that. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's like this, like it's like the inner circle that it takes. It's really hard to get into, but once you're in, you're in. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right, but, you yeah. and your flogging mollies and and garbage and stuff, stuff like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's hard for me to really go into like if I have a particular, you know, what are my tastes? Because like I'll totally. name, I'll name like oh, three yeah. bands, and they all completely contradict each other. So. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, my my playlist is owned by somebody with dementia. It's just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we know. Yeah. I, yeah, mine's. I've got like no effects, and then Bobby Darren like yeah. back to back on one of my playlists. It's, it gets weird. It's great. It, it, it varies. It's like when I'm but working will, at my wood shop. It's all gangster rap all day, and then occasionally you'll get some like uh, you know Bob Marley or something going on. You've got to change the pace occasionally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Damien Marley's great too. Like him. Oh yeah. Um, and I will say too, I listen to a musician called Wax a lot, which you guys mm -hmm. know. But mm -hmm. if anybody's listening hasn't checked out, do that because he's he's an indie artist. Like he, he 
you know, I, I, it's it's like up to me and people that like them to say go listen to it, right? So yeah, I sure should probably enough. tell you guys to to go do that. It's it's uh, if you like music, you might mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> well, you two are really good at answering questions. I find that <laughs> hard to do. I've that's tricky. Good job. <laughs> it's a real good team building exercise. This whole episode. <laughs> I will say one thing about me, my musical taste. Um, <laughs> I, I probably would not even be particularly insulted if you say that I have bad taste in music because there's like so many legendary influential musicians that I just can't get into. Mm-hmm. So uh, right. there was the other day this meme about mm-hmm. like, uh, oh, which of these like um, rock legends or uh, musical legends uh, would you buy a ticket for? You can only mm-hmm. buy one. And it's like mm-hmm. all these like, it was like nine like yeah. iconic dead musicians that you'll never be able to hear again. I went for Tupac, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> these are all like some of the greatest, most influential musicians in history. Mm-hmm. And I like had to think about it because I'm like, who would I actually want to spend money on a ticket to see? I couldn't come <laughs> up with, with an answer. So like, I just I love Tupac because he's been putting out music since he's been dead for like since 1996. <laughs> man, the man has not stopped putting out the tunes. It's just I'd love to see the guy that can come up with that many tunes after he dies. That's great. <laughs> Fair enough. You could probably actually see a concert of his now. Well, you can because they had him all holographic like 10 years ago and he did a whole concert. It looked wow. so wild. Actually, you know what? Now that you say that, I think I remembered reading about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, the footage on that. I love that. And, and punk music's great, too, and rap music, the rock class, music. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, everything. Oh, I see, I see that meme now. I had to look at it. Yeah, I, w- mm-hmm. I would go Amy Winehouse on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And go to rehab with her. Yeah. I, yeah, I love Amy Winehouse. I, I, I know that I should. I know that she is kind of like the kind of music that I would like, but I just never actually got around to listening to very much of her. No, just the one song really is. If you if you do check out, um, she had a live. I think it was MTV, um, but it's 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 a video, and it's it's just it's called Rehab, obviously. But uh, I I don't know. I'll 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 message it to you later. It's it's uh, it's really good. Okay, I cool, cool. I'm kind of that way where the rehab worked for her. So yeah. <laughs> Whoops. I I'm a big fan of live albums with with bands. Like I feel like it's like a. How could it you work? Know, she once you go, like, she said no, no, no. <laughs> you cut Paul off for that. I did. It's important. It's so important. Now you may carry on, Paul, if you haven't forgotten what you were saying. <laughs> it's uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, do the thing I said. <laughs> or the question I asked? I don't know. You're going to send us the link and we're going to watch Amy Winehouse not go to rehab. And, you know, I apologize to anybody we've offended with any, if that wasn't with edited everything out that we just said previously. here, here I, yeah. I, I made fun of her dying. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> we're not laughing about that. We're laughing about Rick. Yes. I just realized now, I, I'm just such a psychopath that I just realized now that that was something I probably shouldn't have done. No, that's a sociopath thing to do, isn't it? Are you I sure? I, don't I think, think you're, you're right. A I think you're right. That yeah. is kind of more sociopath. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, you are actually correct on that. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So there's, that's, that's our musical tastes in a nutshell there. Yeah. Um, Confusing and angry, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, let's uh, actually. You know, sorry, I'm I'm not moving on yet. Um, I I'm very mixed bag on live performance CDs. I love live performances, and mm. I feel that it kind of gets a little bit lost once you like make it mm. a CD. <laughs> and, oh my god, uh, I feel that so yeah. much. <laughs> like I love the yeah, CD I... version, and I love seeing them live. When you take live and put it onto CD, quite often, I, and there are notable exceptions. Of course. Um, but quite often, I find that you just kind of like, oh, well, that's just like getting the worst of both worlds. Oh, God, so much. And I'm like, can you at yeah. least sound like the sound is supposed to sound? <laughs> I, yeah, I've actually even long. I've actually even went to a uh, a live performance. Um, it was uh, one of the first concerts I've ever been to. I'm not going to say which one. 
<laughs> but um, I heard it, it and it was awesome. I heard it and it was awesome. Uh, and I loved it. And I was like, wow, that sounds better than the CD because like, it's, just, it's there and she's doing it and it's mm-hmm. awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, many years later, I tracked it down once YouTube was invented. I was like, I want to I look that up again because I was, you know, nostalgia. I, obviously, I'm all about nostalgia. I want to see that first concert I went to. And sure enough, there was actually some bootleg footage of it. And it sounded horrible. And it's just like, she, she's not singing anywhere close to, like, good. And all that sort of thing. But it was so awesome when it was live. Oh, man. That's, that's kind of like Guar. Guar transfers well to live, even on CD. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're great live. I, th- I think it's like with the live thing, I'm not looking for, th- you can't capture the feeling of being there. That's for sure. So, I, so, so for sure, it's usually the live CDs aren't good, but when they're, when they are good, I think they're better than anything else because it'll capture the, I don't know. It'll capture like a, a, a pure energy from the band or it'll be, songs they've played like a million times that they've found a few different ways to make better right from the recording um a, a quick example would be sublime stand by your van and uh no effects um mm-hmm. i heard they suck live mm-hmm. and um I, yeah the amy winehouse one gun was is that the name of their album yeah the no effects one yeah 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 but, i heard they suck live is the name of them it is right yeah okay because I wasn't yeah. sure if you were saying that or if that was yeah. a name. It sounds I was like laughing. It, it sounds like the kind of name that they would have for an album. Exactly. Right, right, yeah. So I, but, so I wasn't entirely sure. But okay, thanks for confirming that. <laughs> yeah, like the, there's a lot of examples where, for, for me where the live album is just the best in their in their catalog. Um, but not all the time. Like uh, an example you would know, Rick, would be Flogging Molly. The, I, one of their live albums I have, and it's it's horrendous. It's just, no, it's, it's just noise. <laughs> oh, it's it's yeah. bad. It's like everything's too fast or too drunk. It's it doesn't you know it doesn't work. Yeah, but being there live <laughs> is so amazing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen them more than any other band too. Me, me too. Yeah. they're amazing you guys. I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah, <laughs> um, we should do a podcast together. Yeah, <laughs> you guys would get along great. <laughs> hey, do you guys like Gold Rush? <laughs> oh. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, but anyways, I, I think I'm tapped out on that part now. Yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. Um, so this one comes to us from Charles Harrington, High Classic Gamers Guild podcast team. Hello. Hello. Just wanted to say I really enjoy your show. You've inspired me to check out some of the classic games I had yet to get around to playing. Um, and that is awesome because that is definitely one of the goals that you know we, we do – really try to honor the classics as well as promote the indies. And if we can get anyone to play classics or indies, yeah, that's definitely mm-hmm. one of the things that we really set out to do. So thank you. We really appreciate hearing that. Um, I was listening to your episode about the sexiest games, great handling of a spicy topic and wondered if you would ever be interested in chatting about LGBT representation in classic games, uh, maybe in June for pride month. It's a topic I've been thinking about ever since I was a kid playing these games and reacting to the way folks like me showed up in them. From coding to humor to NPCs to the rare protagonists and antagonists, it might be interesting to reflect on what players thought of these moments then and now from beloved series like Gabriel Knight, Leisure Suit Larry, Laura Bow, Police Quest, Space Quest, and even King's Quest. Anyway, just a suggestion. Keep up the fantastic work. I'm looking forward to playing the Phantom Villas when it comes out. Uh, So first of all, thank you for all the praise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Very much. Thank you. Uh, So I'll start here just by saying that I have absolutely, um, I would love to do an LGBTQ plus representation episode or something Mm -hmm. that addresses some of those topics or something. Yeah, I I really would like to do that. Uh, And the only reason, and this, I, I literally mean this, the only reason we haven't done that yet is just because I am so straight and basic that I feel that I have no, um, I, I have nothing to contribute in any meaningful way to the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, you can ask for my completely straight male perspective on something, but that's like the opinion that is just like out there in droves, anyways. And I'm not really going to be able to add anything. Um, Mm -hmm. so if we, uh, I'm not saying we're not ever going to, but we just need to find somebody to come, uh, we need to find, um, somebody appropriate to come and 
talk with us about it because mm-hmm. uh, the way it is right now, I, I'm pretty sure we're all pretty straight, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it would Paul? appear so. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just don't. I haven't been shown otherwise. Yeah. So I mean, so yeah. far. So, so I, I far, think yeah. in order to be optimally respectful to the subject matter, we would need more than just three straight people talking about LGBTQ plus. And um, and, and I guess also the um, it's it's one of those things where I am uh, I do consider myself an ally, and I'm always constantly learning mm-hmm. to try to understand more. But there's a lot that I <clears throat> don't know just because I am ignorant. And I don't want that to reflect as like any hard opinion of mine to be mm-hmm. used against me later on, right? It's not yeah, like especially you know, if, when you're willing to learn. Right? Yeah, so, if I'm willing yeah. to learn, and I get, I, you know, yeah. if I get something wrong, I'm willing to learn. I don't want it out there on like this, um, on this like uneditable record mm. that I said this thing <laughs> that was horrible, right. just because like I was ignorant, right? And it just yeah, comes cause... from ignorance. And maybe I shouldn't be ignorant about some of those things, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. I just am. And I, mm-hmm. just because nobody tells me these things, like I, there's so many things that are offensive that nobody, I never got the memo on. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, once I know, then I'll straighten up. But just like, I, I have to know these things. I, I just, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to say something that'll be horribly offensive without even meaning it. I, I am totally pro um, everything yeah. LGBT, LGBTQ plus. Um, mm-hmm. And equal rights and human rights and Not all of that sort of thing. Very convincing. Sorry, but but yeah. No, so it would I'm, be I'm cool just not going to be able to handle sure. it. Yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. not going to be able to handle it um, in as respectful a manner as I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it makes me think about that in classic games. Like we we covered the uh, Red Strings Club. Kind of yeah. a while ago, I guess, really. Um, and, and that had yeah. some elements of it. And there was also mm-hmm. some kind of some issues behind the development uh, re- regarding sexuality uh, that we talked about a little bit on on the show. You know, um, mm-hmm. we, we tiptoed around, I guess you'd say, for the, for all the same reasons that you just listed, mate, which was just, you know, out of respect and not really wanting to to make, you know, to, we, we, we were very like a political we didn't we didn't bloody take any stances we just read the news but um mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh as far as far as classic games just on the subject real quick can you guys think of any sort of representation at all and i'll start and go the only one that i can think of is Larabo 2 tiger famon ra right that's the only thing i can think of in memory that stands out well there as, are as a but i'm not necessarily sure that there's positive representations nearly yeah, as much I, as negative I ones was- I was going to say, I haven't really encountered anything until the last 10 years or so where a lot of the games give you more of an option to be with somebody that's same sex. Mm -hmm. I mean, even looking at Stardew Valley, like my son, he played it. The first thing he did, he married another male and he named it after his best friend and they lived together. And, you know, it was it's nice to have choices in games. And before we couldn't, I personally, if I play a game, I often choose to be a male in a game going for a female. Right. But uh, sometimes I just I'm going to go for whoever I'm going to go for, girl or boy, in a game. So pardon any ignorance on my side either. But that that's how I look at it. I want to have a choice to like whoever I like mm-hmm. in a game, and I don't care what sex they are. I just want to do it how I want to do it. And I like that now that that world is finally opening up in games, and it it mm-hmm. wasn't before. It was very mandatory. You know, you boy, you like girl. Okay, good, done. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. And again, a lot of the representation would be talking about uh, mm-hmm. the error of the ways of the of the depictions back then. How they were usually yeah. the butt the sorry the uh, the butt of the jokes. Yeah, and we might be usually... picking on a few developers more than others. Yeah, <laughs> and again, that's not to say that's not even to say that like we're um, we're all like uh, uh, yeah, we grew up in that time and we found mm-hmm. it funny then. We we understand the context of the time that it came up in. We're not mm-hmm. we're not trying to you know raise the pitchforks at anyone right now. But, you know, we do recognize in hindsight, hey, you know, that that wasn't as cool as we uh, accepted it back then. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not retroactively changing our opinion, but just sort of saying, that, oh, yeah, you know what? Knowing now mm-hmm. what I what we know, they probably shouldn't have done that. But I you wouldn't know. have quoted it, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, but I mean, yeah, there, there were there's like. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry examples. Mm-hmm. I think us. Yeah. I think some people had some issues with uh, Space Quest Four 
um, and such, such like that. We'd have to do a little bit of research, but again, like I said. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, um, the three straight people talking about LGBTQ+, uh, we, we really do need other voices in the conversation that aren't just ours. Um, but it's also, I'm glad you brought up Red Strings Club because I was actually mm-hmm. thinking about that too. And that's a very good illustration uh, and cu- us kind of being a little bit not ready to tackle the elephant in the room on that one because I didn't know which side because, you know, playing it, we were, I was kind of like, hey, that was really progressive. And then, you know, we mm-hmm. I, we read their criticism saying, though, that was really bad. And then, you know, the and then it was on both sides because, like, the, the developers were LGBTQ plus and they're like, well, we're the ones who did this, so we're fine yeah, with it. Right. And it's so, like, well, I don't know whose side to be on anymore I, in terms of just being on, in terms of like choosing the yeah. right side. A curious case. It really was. Cause yeah, the, mm-hmm. the critics, the critics attacked it as if it was made by, um, by straight people. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I don't think that they didn't know because, you know, the creators behind it seemed, seemed pretty open, at least by then. But the point was, is, yeah, they, they kind of came at it like, how dare you represent like that? And they're like, hey, you know, we are. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah, it was really, really kind of a sticky situation. But uh, at, at the end of the day, I, I do recall siding with the developers because, again, mm-hmm. it felt safe. I'm like, first of all, I liked the game. Yeah, I didn't exactly. find it offensive. Mm-hmm. That's not my call to make. But because the developers who made it are... I feel safe to join that side. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, well, we'll tell you what, dear listeners, um, if you know somebody in the community who is like, uh, you know, someone prominent in the community, like a game dev or someone like that, who is LGBTQ plus, um, let us know, like write to us, let us know. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll find out or look into at least and, uh, give it, give us a lead. Yeah. <clears throat> And maybe let That's them know why we're coming so Rick doesn't have to be like, oh, wait, actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that can't go to error. <laughs> uh, all right. So, any final thoughts on that? I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> No, I mean, I, that was my representation. Freedom and choice and games and, and mm-hmm. no judgment on any side. And as far as I know, that that's a great step forward compared to the previous uh, decades of gaming before it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going to say I'm fully for. I mean, I, I love like Saints Row and that they mm-hmm. do like the, mm-hmm. um, you, know, you can do whatever. Exactly. And um, I, I do like, was it Cyberpunk or... They kind of had like um, some like a, a bunch of different options for gender or something, and everyone like mm-hmm. threw a hissy fit over it. I'm like, then just don't mm-hmm. do the thing. Like you don't have to. Yeah, it, it was like matter. something that was told the option. Yeah. I think it was like in character creation, you were allowed to have several options. Right. And then like the, the like the anti SJW brigade came out. Like, oh, bleh, 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 bleh. And it's like, then don't do the thing. Seriously, how yeah. easily offended are I think you guys? Even Dragon's Age gives you options for stuff like that too. That's 2012, right? Yeah. So ten years ago. It's funny those those and people you know, who call other people snowflakes are like the biggest snowflakes ever. Totally, they're crying. Yeah, like, hey, crying? Well, you gave crying. us options that we don't have to use. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, shout out to bloody Space Quest because they they at least. They at least had the intention of of letting the character be a female in the beginning, so that's 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 something. <laughs> Did they really? And, and it, it, hmm. yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't shot down because of the girl thing. It was it was it didn't make the game because of uh, disc space. Oh. I don't know if I read that from from uh, Sean's book, The Sierra Adventure. Go go bloody buy that, uh, or if I heard it from a Pushing Up Roses video. Right. It's one of the two. And if it was Roses, then she was in contact with Scott. To, to have said that. Mm-hmm. It was Roses. Yeah, and I know too it many was? specific okay. details. Yeah, I don't remember reading about that in the book, so. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Um, this email comes to us from John Otter, uh, which I believe actually came right before we started recording the show. So oh. this is like real last second, but, you know, they got it in just in time for me to read well, it for hey this there, episode. John. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, so good, good, good timing there. Uh I'm a longtime listener and fan of the show, and I was hoping to hear more about the game you are making on the show. I'm surprised it hasn't come up much, but I'd like to hear more about the game in general from the story to how it came about. The Mm -hmm. art looks really cool. It has an AGI look, but with a kind of modern take on it. 
I really like the character sprites and the dramatic backgrounds. And from what I saw in Trolls' video on it, it looks very well written. I laughed out loud at one point, which is both sincere <laughs> and rare. Uh, some developers <laughs> use Twitch to stream development. Maybe you could use your platform, the podcast, to give listeners a 10-minute update at the end of each episode. I'd imagine it would make us feel a part of it. Uh, take care. Thank you for the laughs, John. Um, there's a couple PSs afterwards, but let's address this one first. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I'm glad you say that because I've been kind of deliberately leaving it off just because I didn't want to make the show yeah. about us. Um, and I didn't want this just to be a self-promotional thing uh, more so than we already are just by virtue of trying to stay, um, active. I don't know about spending a whole lot of time on each episode, but uh, if people would feel more part of the process if we do regular updates, I have no problem with that if Paul doesn't. Well, I'd like regular updates, guys. Well, we talk to you all the time. I know. (laughs) But not always on air. (laughs) They can can hear you telling me that's that's special. (laughs) She's like, that's behind the curtain. Damn it, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) We don't actually, he's lying. We don't talk outside of this podcast at all, guys. I swear. (laughs) I I have them blocked on everything. <laughs> I gave him a fake number. <laughs> it's a real, real Mick Jagger, Keith Richards sort of thing here. We, we, we just, we just hate each other. We're, we're the yeah. Gallagher's, really. <laughs> That's right. It's dysfunctional, but really deep, deep down, we do love each other. It's all right. Deep. Uh, uh, as for pretty much everything that people like out of playing the demo, uh, that's pretty much majority um, is thanks to Paul. Uh, if, if you laugh at anything, unless it's like one or two specific examples, then it's Paul's joke and not mine. So, um, uh, and all the graphics and coding and programming, everything's Paul except for, especially in the demo, I was um, less involved and I am going to be moving forward. So uh, as of the demo, anything that you like, it's like a 99% chance that it was Paul responsible for it. Well, as 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 delightful as that is, it's 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 a misrepresentation because this what Rick does besides besides co-writing is is really just difficult to put into words. But he he keeps the whole thing together. <laughs> he and manages he, to put it into words. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I give him this so nonsense. Well. Exactly, and he's like, okay, here's yeah, here's how you know a human being would yeah. would do that. I, um, <laughs> I'm not saying I don't do anything. I'm just saying that if somebody laughed at something that happened in the demo, um, 99% chance it was something it was something you wrote. Just because I, it's just because um, my obvious contributions to the demo only come out in like five instances. Yeah, the, your contributions to the demo are, are notably a bit thankless because people won't realize what a potential train wreck it was until <laughs> you came on board and, and, and I, we just stopped everything and started all over again. Um, well, well, from day two on over again. Well, yeah, kind of all over again. There was quite a um, lot of changes, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they but, may, but they again, may never know. Yeah. But again, my, my job is not to um, rewrite the whole thing. It was more just sort of like, let's, uh, you, know, you gave me your idea of the story that it should be. And I just kind of made sure that everything's staying consistent to that. Yeah. Well, and also, and also framed, framed out how, you know, timing things, you taught me a bit about actual writing to, to make impact with certain characters, introductions. And yeah, you're you're very good at selling yourself short and you do it in a way that makes me want to say, uh uh-huh. And then move on. <laughs> no, he sounds so reasonable and logical. You can't help agreeing with him, even though there's this little thing in the back of your head going, but wait, <laughs> Again, like I said, I, I, I'm not deliberately selling myself short uh, because I'm not going to say that I didn't have an impact on it. I'm just saying in terms of things that people would play out of the demo that would make them laugh out loud, There's unless it's like one of five specific moments, it was something that you wrote. That's all I'm saying. Right. All right. Fair enough. So anyways, he, he also closes off with a couple of extra notes. Uh, P.S. Does Anna help with the game? Paul, what do you say? <laughs> yeah, and and it helps us uh, a tremendous amount w- with the game. Um, in in her mind right now, she's probably like, "Oh, they're inflating this," but that's only because she hasn't had much to do for like two or three weeks. But it's about to get really intense on her again. I'm not sure if she knows that. So, but yeah, I've so def- definitely, definitely played through she- it like 50 times yeah. so far, uh, <laughs> and and found a lot of things that we didn't catch. And uh, so it's that, definitely- that's a low that's a low number. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it a low number. It, it, I wake up and there's like a bunch of emails. No, this is the final version. No, this is the final. No, no, no. This one is the final version and the one you should play. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Timestamped <laughs> like like two fifty three three o five a.m. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and see, the thing is that we can't really. Uh, yeah, N is really valuable in the sense of like being the player uh, for us mm-hmm. and testing this even yeah. before it goes out to other beta testers and um uh, it, the very important part of that is to not really include her in the writing process because you know it's so much you get so close to it you can't see mm-hmm. certain things so we kind of need yes. you to be the our fresh eyes after we've been working on this every uh for months at a time uh, That's we, right. yeah we need fresh eyes to look at this and say like oh, okay well this is uh you know this works this doesn't uh, I I tried this I didn't I didn't understand that or blah 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 not that you didn't you've been, you've actually breeze through the game so far mm-hmm. so but uh, i'm just saying that it's very valuable to have that um that uh extra perspective that we yeah, don't you guys have. are great you haven't been letting on with spoilers you know and i'm picking through screenshots and uh yeah i, I like going through a blind like that and and don't worry i i won't i i'm not a writer so i'm i'd much prefer to play than write that that's mm-hmm. my dig <laughs> <laughs> no it, yeah and it's in, invaluable too in the sense that that well, first of all, she's she's like a, a like the perfect playtester because she sincerely, without instruction, clicks everything. She looks at and interacts with everything, which is just mm-hmm. awesome because you know finds finds all kinds of you know little potential mistakes or errors. Mm-hmm. And I even threw in like an Easter egg just just for for her mm-hmm. uh, and and Rick at the time. Like kind of curious, if, you know. I was I was testing her perverted side to see if she'd take the bait, and and she <laughs> did, of course. And it's like. That's, <laughs> That's amazing. All right, she 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 really does click absolutely everything. But and I, had no I was going to say it's it's more than. No, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I I had no idea. Like it wasn't until I was like just randomly scanning through code that I just, mm-hmm. like came across a That's bunch right. of dialogue. I was like, Paul, what the hell is this? I'm still waiting for somebody else to find that too. That's great. <laughs> or I mean, that was to be fair, that was a version that didn't go out to anyone else. Only three of us played it, and it, if you called sent it to anyone else, but um, um. No. But I mean, yeah. So that definitely has its benefits. I mean, it it's it's also interesting to get in, um to see what people do or don't or are inclined to miss if they don't mm-hmm. do all that. But as yes. like just sort of like testing all the bugs, like you definitely mm-hmm. fished out a lot for us. Hmm. Well, you, you guys yeah, are I, sweet. I, Thanks. Now you've talked more about me playing the game than you guys making the ga- damn game. Now, come on. <laughs> We work on it so much. It takes up so much of our like uh, mental real estate that like we we're, yeah. we kind of are just tired of talking about it. So yeah, it is. It is uh, oh, before I forget, before I was just forgetting, because um, it's not just the 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 testing that you do that's really helpful too. Because she's involved. Um, it, it, you know, we have like a host chat, or like a you know a, a message thing for the three of us, and so through that, like she's been crucial to like just i'll get in like a crossroads artistically where i'm like do i do this one or this one like just please just pick for me like end it um and she's always there and and then even designing characters like the the main um female in the in the game uh his name is zoe and and you know anna you remember it was like two mm-hmm. or three nights just going back and forth you know trying trying Glasses to decide like who she was mm-hmm. yeah decide mm-hmm. who she was and then match that visually and so yeah it's it's a lot more than just play testing it's just you know being there for us in general and and laughing or not laughing so we know <laughs> <laughs> and one final point from john otter is uh pps Please do an episode on Gabriel Knight or Dave the Tentacle or Monkey Island. Um, Ooh, so okay. That reminds me that I was playing through Dave the Tentacle. I kind of stopped, um, and it wasn't mm-hmm. because of Maniac Mansion this time. Because uh, they, if you play it on Scum VM, it actually mm-hmm. like uh, you aren't able to unless you like install Maniac Mansion onto it. So I just th- that was like mm-hmm. seriously that saved me because I like tried to click on that computer and said like yeah we can't do that for you. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. so, but I have been playing it. I've not finished it yet. I kind of got sidetracked as I always do. Uh, but this does remind me that I do need to get back to it and finish it because I do want to talk about that game. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to talk about Gabriel Knight. I just haven't actually even started that one yet. And, Neither. and, um, what was the other one was, Monkey um, Island? Monkey Island. 
which we've oh, kind wow. of made a pact to never cover Monkey Island on the show. <laughs> yeah, and and it's it's not through hatred. It's impossible to hate that game. Of course, we love it. Oh, um, it's, it's an amazing game, but it's it's just that's everyone's go to. Everyone talks mm-hmm. about Monkey Island. We've we you could probably fill an episode if you were to just go through all of our episodes and cut out us talking about it. You'd definitely mm-hmm. get at least an episode. It's just mm-hmm. there's so much Monkey Island stuff out there. We're kind of more like, you know, let's. Let's just, you know, just not for right now. Because if you want a Monkey Island stuff, it's you got it. There's plenty yeah. There's plenty out there. Lots. Not exactly an underdog company. <laughs> LucasArts. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, like, Monkey Island is like the golden example mm-hmm. for everyone. Like, every single time you see anyone reference, like, when you look at any other classic era adventure game, uh, it goes, they'll reference Monkey Island, usually Guybrush, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like 80% of the time. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, like 19% is Day of the Tentacle. Mm-hmm. And then the remaining 1% is divvied up amongst every single ever game that's ever been made. <laughs> yeah. Or adventure yeah, game. Monkey yeah. Monkey Island is the face of adventure games. It's mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's since doing the working on the Phantom Foes. Now when I talk to people and you get the whole BSE like oh so you know what are you up to and if if I even decide to mention that that's what I'm doing right now and they're like mm-hmm. you know not not one not a a game related friend or whatever I'll, I'll use Monkey Island. I'll be like did you ever mm-hmm. you know play Monkey Island? Have you ever heard of it? You know and, and they'll be mm-hmm. like oh yeah yeah I've heard of it. Like it's it's the one way to be like mm-hmm. hey this is what I'm mm-hmm. talking about regarding adventure games. Right. Yeah. Uh, for good, for good reason. Although I will say, uh, I, this would be normally something I'd say off mic, but sort of on on topic. I, w- I was at the park with my my child, and the conversation came up with a, with a nice other other dad, and and I I said exactly what I just said there. Led with Monkey Island, mm-hmm. nothing. And then I said King's Quest, nothing. And then he paused, and he's like. I think I played Police Quest as a kid. And I was no, like, yeah, really? That's awesome. Yeah, such a win. Go. He's like, yeah, I loved uh-huh. that game. And he's like walking oh, around the car yeah. and checking on it. It was His only recollection was the thing that everyone complains about. And he was so happy. He's like walking around the car and checking on it. Oh, I love that game. <laughs> oh, it, it was so pure. So good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That and then did happy. he get scared when you started throwing business cards at him and saying, please listen to our podcast and join our guild. Do you collect big boxes? <laughs> and, and you never saw him at the park again, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Said I was a close talker. <laughs> <laughs> a little much, buddy. Yeah. Um, interesting fact is that we actually, um, uh, for a good part of our run, uh, Paul and I actually had the similar such pact that we won't talk about anything King's Quest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, un- until finally Paul wasn't there and we decided to bring Sarah Kelly on and talk about King's Quest 4. Mm-hmm. But before that... Which was such a great episode. Yes, which turned out to be a really good episode that did really well for us. Um, but before that, we did have this sort of like, okay, let's let's see how long we can go without doing King's Quest and without doing yeah. uh, Monkey Island. And actually, we even... We even had um, Fate of Atlantis on there as well, because uh, for the longest time, especially when we started, we kind of said that we were only going to focus on like the underdogs. Mm -hmm. And we kind of felt like, or, you know, we're going to defend, not necessarily underdogs, we're going to defend games that kind of uh, need defending. And we felt Mm -hmm. that Monkey Island, Fate of Atlantis, King's Mm -hmm. Quest, they didn't really need us to defend them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That was our that was our our angle at the time. I, I mm-hmm. forgot about that completely. Yeah, we, we looked at it more like, you know, because we could either defend it or, um, you know, or spotlight maybe life in there. Yeah, yeah, or spotlight. Mm-hmm. We were just like, yeah. I think the last thing we were really trying to do was was just you know bring up what's constantly brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, we're, God, we're, we're well into a hundred and plus episodes. I mean, I, never say never. I guess we yeah. could one day, but um. But we are just uh, running out sure of things to talk about. Gabriel. Yeah. We are just yeah, sort of running yeah. out of things to talk about. So that's why we did Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. And mm-hmm. that led to great things. That led to us talking to uh, Noah Faustine. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It yeah. really did. And it was a great episode. And if you are wondering who he is or why you haven't listened to that episode yet, he is a lot. And he's done a lot. And go listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. 
He's the man to thank for insult sword fighting. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Yes, originally yes. the OG. Anyways, so uh, that concludes our mailbag. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, unless any of you have anything further to add, I think I am about done. Yeah, I'm done. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you guys. And, and, and we, you know, yeah, thank you. So come join the discussion, right? And the community. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow us on Facebook. We're a page. We're a group. You can check us out. Um, we're on Instagram at CGG Podcast. We're on Twitter. Do us a tweet at the CG Guild. Um, send us an email if you like. Mail at ClassicGamersGuild.com. Um, thank you very, very much to all of our Patreons. Really appreciate you guys. And we love you and thank you so much. Um, we would like to welcome two new patreons in the extra special tier thanks which is amazing um extra it, special it, it tier kind of, yeah extra special thanks tier there you go that was the right way wow yes okay extra yeah. special thanks tier there's no way not to sound funny when you're saying it <laughs> fair enough yeah Th Wait, see this is what i do for the game <laughs> 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 that was uh, yeah perfect behind the curtains moment so so we want we want to welcome our our new bloody extra special thanks tier of patrons we got two new ones but one of them is two people and that's you and gus hey guys thank you so much for for thanks, being guys. here yeah and and also um jean-francois paget is that did, did, i did think I, that's how it's pronounced Okay. Correct right. us if we're wrong. We will correct it because we are going to have to see your name like after every episode. So please don't keep us perpetuating a mispronunciation <laughs> if we're wrong. And you guys ever tell me if I accidentally start to try to sound French when I say it because that's offensive and we can't be doing that. So. <laughs> Such an addictive accent. It's hard not to. Well, it's hard not, not to try, but it? no one gets it it's right. Just... That's no, the offensive part is right. that no one can get it right. Yeah. I can't, and I live in like I I live basically um, on the border of Quebec. I don't know, man. I have a real sense of unearned confidence right now. <laughs> don't even try. Think please. I'm gonna do please it? Don't. No, 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 no. Just close out. And and. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much um, for for joining, and also to Jay Holmes and Mark Fillion, who are also in um, the tier that's hard to save the special one. Thank you guys. Um, love you guys. Go check out Mark's game, Chinatown Detective Agency on Steam and wishlist it. Um, bloody wishlist our game too, Phantom Fellows, while you're there. You know, bloody, uh, I, I feel fine about that. I feel a little dirty. It's fine. Do all them things we said if you want to. And thanks for listening. Don't do murder. Mm -hmm.